This episode of the Most Best Podcast is brought to you by... Bread. Hello and welcome to the Most Best Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Williams, and... Alice, I'm Alice. Hello. Am I, I, I literally did just, you did tell me. I you. literally just explained that, what we were going to do. That would be that's the catchphrase. It's just me saying. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm Alice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's... No, I mean, do it again if you want. We, I'll not, no, I'll no, not we'll up. leave that in. Oh God. This is something um, that came up recently in the podcast, though. Is that I was trying to do this whole like mysterious introduce the co-host with the mo-host thing, uh, and then putting the co-host name as the episode title <laughs> so it kind of debunked the whole mystery so i'm glad you said your name as literally the first thing you said on this uh, episode <laughs> i'm so sorry because I, I just have a tendency to even though you did explain that to me i just it just washed over me it's like when somebody tries to uh give me directions i'll ask them directions but i'll they'll tell me them all and i'll just be mentally <laughs> checked out and I, I won't ever i won't take it on board so i'm so sorry it's it's completely fine it's been a lifelong problem i can imagine i can imagine it will continue to be a lifelong problem let's try catchphrases okay hello and welcome to the most best podcast i'm your host zach williams and bing bing bing, bing. <laughs> i think i prefer uh, yeah i do it's less stage and it's more authentic to me so <laughs> i mean Bing Bing. It's, Do you want to know the origin of that? I, I'm glad there is an origin, and that wasn't just the first thing that came to mind. No. Um. Well, my housemate has a bike, and when she comes in, she dings the bell, and that's when I know she's hit arrived. <laughs> and then I'll say Bing Bing back because I don't have a bike, so I like to just join in and turn <laughs> with with my face. See, well, now I knew there's a, a backstory to Bing Bing. I'm growing to like it more. Do you have other catchphrase suggestions? Yeah, well, I mean, the idea, my cat sort of came to this and I thought, well, if I had three prepared, you could choose and then it would be on you if you chose the worst one and it wouldn't be my fault. But instead of that, you started the episode by just... Butchering it. Just yeah, panicking it and saying your own name. Yeah, that's... Generally, though, that does get you out of quite a lot of fixes. But um, yeah, so I've got, I mean, do you want to do you want to hear the other two? Let's do it. So I imagined, so there was Bing Bing. Bing Bing. And then I imagined what I would, so I actually imagined an authentic catchphrase for an, a thing. Okay. Uh, so, so I've got, so there's a lady and she, so there's a, a comedy and also this will be another thing that you'll realise, you'll have to edit this because I cannot get to the point. <laughs> and that's evident in my comedy as well, where there's no jokes. So basically, um, there's um, a woman and she, it's a sitcom set in a shop and she works on the uh, refunds okay. section. <laughs> um, she hates it. She's like cheerful all the time, but you can see in her eyes, she's just sort of mentally checked out. Um, but she says, oh, you can't say refund without fun. And then she, <laughs> then she goes off and cries and, um, does the refunds because no one really likes her so. but she has the fun in saying that i hope knowing how much it infuriates people maybe and then she she cries because she's alone but she pushes the people away without realizing yeah i think there could be a script in here we should probably edit this out for later yeah let's let's, let's edit it out and keep it and we'll uh, we'll make some money from it do you have a name for the sick it's a sitcom you say yeah, I it sounds very sad for a sitcom. <laughs> it is sad. It is sad. I think it's uh, mm, it's probably it's, I, a lot of the stuff I write is quite sad, 
but <laughs> I think it's funny. Um, so, but yeah, this poor woman, I think she, well, what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> so how are you, Alice Campion? I'm really good, thank you. Zach, how are you? I'm not bad. It's been, um, it's been a long week. It is Monday evening. Have you been working all weekend? No. Oh. Just today, but it's just been a long week so yeah, far. Yeah. So what we like to do to introduce <laughs> the besties at home, moisties at home, uh, to my co-host with the Mo-host is a little game I've devised called Dice to Meet You. Oh, okay. Dice to Meet You. So as co-host with the Mo-host, you're clearly aware of the rules of Dice to Meet You. So uh, explain to the moisties at home uh, the rules. How, how, we, how do you play Dice to Meet You? I, I generally don't know. Did you tell me? <laughs> no, but this has been the best reaction to date. I just like throwing people in at the deep end. You're uh, the only person to look genuinely terrified. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this whole situation is terrifying. I'm so. really sorry. I, I didn't mean to... <laughs> no. I'm only joking. I didn't mean to put you on the spot like no, that. No, that's fine. Um, I, I hazard doesn't... a guess. I mean, you just chuck a dice and then there's a question on it. On the dice? Uh, yeah. No. Oh. Uh, we could develop that game. Uh, we, we need dice-making technology. No, what we do, oh. uh, we have a 20-sided Dungeons & Dragons dice. Nice. Uh, and I will roll it, and whatever number it lands on, uh, you have to describe yourself in that many words. Oh, God, right. Okay, cool. So, cool. are you ready to play Dice to Meet You? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> seven words. Oh, God, lucky number seven. Um, does it have to be a sentence or just seven? Up to you. Your co-host with the mo-host. Your help running it's this my show. Choice. It's completely it's up my, to you. My rules. Uh, not really. Um, okay. Um, you might want to edit out this long pause because I <laughs> have a tendency have a tendency to overthink things. So yeah. Excellent. Oh yes. From way downtown. <laughs> that was uh, that was so smooth, wasn't it? Me floundering. It's uh, yeah. I like it was genuinely your thought process. Of, like I have a tendency to overthink things. Shit, that was seven words. Yeah, I've never. I think this probably is going to be like a sort of. I mean, I've never thought of anything that quick in my life, so... Maybe podcasting suits you. Maybe. Maybe. It's it's the... <laughs> nothing makes a conversation feel more natural and at home uh, than giant headphones and a microphone directly in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how I do most of my com- convos. Convies? Convies. Yeah. Hey. Convies. Hey, bestie, mosties, moisties. This is me on the mic. <laughs> Yo, this is where... Uh, this has gone horribly. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> what <are> we... <laughs> Another game we have introduced recently on the Most Best Podcast. Uh, it's going under the working title of Liaria. Oh, yes. I've, yeah, ready. Mm. You're ready. You're ready I mean, to play Liaria. I mean, I've never heard this game in my life. Uh, so for the Moisties at home, I'm sticking with Moisties. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking. Uh, for the Moisties at home, what we do in Liaria, I have got you as co-host with Mohost to prepare five facts about yourself. Any number of them can be false. Uh, you will read each fact. I get one question per fact. Okay. And then based on that information, I have to decipher how many are false and which ones. Okay. And I realize it shouldn't be called Lyria. It should be called, like... I like Lyria, though, because it sounds sounds like... Well, it sounds like you know what it sounds like. I mean, it sounds like diarrhea, and that's like a nice pun that's funny, isn't it? I never even thought of that. Really? <laughs> oh, oh, right, you did. You're being... Oh, shit. Being facetious. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, have you got your facts prepared? Yeah, well, I've got them in my head. Okay. Is that all right? 
so, okay, the first one, I eat shreddies for breakfast. Second one, I eat shredded wheat for breakfast. <laughs> See? <laughs> what they won't know at home is the conversation we had before the mics went on uh, was literally about the difference between shreddies and shredded wheat. So you've thrown me through a loop here. Yeah. Okay, shredded wheat. I like pork pies. <laughs> you also mentioned before we were recorded that you like talking about food. Yeah. Okay. Three, I like talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to, like, everyone else has come up with, like, massive facts about themselves. This is going to be the hardest round yet. This is what I thought would happen, so I'm glad that it's turned out like this. And the fifth one, uh, I was nickna- nicknamed Penis in school. <laughs> So, oh, I, I really you could probably, hope that one's true. <laughs> I started on that one because it was le- not about food. Not because it's a lie. <laughs> so I get to ask one question per fact. Oh, okay. So number one, you eat shreddies for breakfast. Uh, what shape are shreddies? Little tiny grids of wheat. Yeah, Square okay. grids of wheat. Uh, <laughs> question number two. Shredded wheat. Why would you eat it? I just really love that feeling of sort of like really hard straw in my <laughs> mouth. And like, a, I love the prospect of cutting into a brick of straw in milk. I love that. It's honestly, when I was younger, I remember eating them and I can't remember if it was genuinely my throat closed up or if i just convinced myself that it did because i didn't like them but i've never eaten one since i think it probably if you're like a lot of shredded wheat newbies it's your body rejecting it really yeah i mean you just got to push through that phase and then soon your body will be like oh, okay we're doing this now forever and you're like yeah I well, as a, but that's the thing uh, to reveal another layer uh, to the onion that is my personality to the, to the shredded wheat to the shredded wheat of my personality. personality. Yeah, <laughs> um, I am the type of person that when I was a child, and I don't know why I'm admitting this on a podcast live. Uh, we were on holiday, uh, and uh, my parents weren't giving me enough attention, and the kids were annoying me there. Uh, so I fell over and pretended to break my leg. <laughs> I stuck with it so far, I got all the way to the hospital. Oh, no. (laughs) And the doctor just being like, there is absolutely nothing wrong with your son's leg. Not realizing how much money that must have cost (laughs) my parents to take me to get x-rays in a foreign country. So, Oh, my God. You were abroad as well. Oh, yeah. You were on holiday. I thought you might have just been like another... Oh, shit. No, I think we were in like Fuerteventura. Oh, God. Yeah. So I... Wow. You were were a prick, weren't you? Yeah. I I think I still might be. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm joking. I mean kids do stuff like that my sister and my cousin used to pretend to be dead and i used to believe them (laughs) so i mean i think it just is probably the reason why i am this shivering wreck (laughs) just convinced everyone is dead yeah yeah are you dead no you're okay not yet um (laughs) pork pies oh sorry yeah so you like pork pies what are your feelings uh on the gelatinous inner layer of a pork pie Oh my, I love it. Just, oh, I love to just slurp that up. Oh God. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's just, especially a proper butcher's one because they've actually, like, you know, the ones you get in, you can tell this isn't a lie now, can't you? No, genuinely. Yeah, your eyes lit up. <laughs> oh yeah. I've never been so animated in my entire life. 
Um, when you get one from a butcher's, it's got all of the. Oh, sorry, it's got all of the like the. It's got a proper layer of the jelly in it, so it you you know it's proper. But when you go to like your Tesco's and your Asda's, other supermarkets are available. They've just it's just air and just a tiny bit of jelly. What is the jelly? Uh, I think it's bits of like pork. It's if just don't think about it too much. Like just get in there, just get to your butchers, get a pork pie, and just slurp it down. And just don't <laughs> think about it. Don't think that it might be a bit of pig's trotter. You shouldn't in jelly. have to slurp a solid food. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about soup though? Soup's not a solid food. It's got chunks of veg in. Not all soups. Yeah. Hashtag not all soups. <laughs> the new hashtag. Um, the next point was about talking about food. Absolutely no need to ask any questions about that. No. Uh, why were you nicknamed Penis in school? <sighs> why not? Why not? Is why, that all the information you're giving why me? Why not? I mean, I just was very penisy as a ch- <laughs> as a child. Just very, very penisy. I just not in a like sort of laddie way. I just looked like a penis. <laughs> Always wore like a, a pink turtleneck, pulled all the way up to yeah, your eyes. Yeah, and sometimes I'd wrap myself in like... Penises? <laughs> no, cling film <laughs> to be like, you know... To, to simulate being a giant penis. Yeah, yeah, sheathed penis. Okay, so this is a first, I'm going to say, and I really hope none of these are lies. <laughs> uh, one is the lie. Please don't say it's that you used to wrap yourself in cling film. It, it is the it is the penis one. Okay, I used to be actually be called dick bag. Dick bag. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and is it because you used to wrap yourself in cling film? In a in a dick bag. Yeah. In a dick bag. Yeah. What we have now, it's a new game. Uh, we've revamped the interview section of the podcast. Okay. So instead of just a, a rambly chat with me trying to pull questions out of the air, I've written twenty questions. Uh, about comedy, your time as someone in comedy, um, <coughs> comedy as a whole, as a, a genre, as a, an idea. Mm. And what we will do, uh, you will roll the 20-sided dice, dice, but you yeah. get to roll this time. Woohoo! Uh, and whatever number it lands on, we will go through that question. Cool. All right. Whoa. Is it this one? Three. Let's go with three. <laughs> Tell me about your first gig. Oh, Okay. Uh, yes, gig. First gig was in Goody Who. James Dunn uh, put the night on, Goody Who. I miss it. Um, and I talked about my time as a working in a shoe shop. All of the, every gig pretty much that I've done has had something foot related in it. And that's, <laughs> that's like my thing, I think, now. I'm the foot girl, which is. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it because it's a thing. It is a thing. It's a, it's a niche. A yeah, niche. It's a niche. Yeah, for those footed people out there. I mean, <laughs> f- if you have feet or not. I mean, I don't know what fate you've you've had with um, feet or whatever. I, I've I've still got two. Still feet. got both of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. But like, I mean, it's it whether you've got feet or not, you can enjoy some foot related comedy. I think. Yeah, you know, everyone. Even if you don't have feet, you probably know someone with feet. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, so I just sort of talked about, um, what was it? Oh, yeah. I sort of did a bit about like, um, is this too long? Can I? No, can okay. I, please, by the uh, way, we haven't got to your first gig yet. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, it was it was all right, actually. Uh, it just went rapidly downhill from there. Um, like, <laughs> I talked about um, just um, this lady's feet, you know. Have you seen Jurassic Park? Yeah. 
I just basically compared this woman to the like the bit in the kitchen with the velociraptors with her feet <laughs> oh, clicking. No. Yeah, it was minging, yeah. Um so that was good. Yeah, it was fun. It was really good. And um Obviously yeah. spurred you to carry on. It did, yes. Yeah. It was um I I'd always wanted to do it and um I'd done it, I did it then and uh and I was pleased that I'd done it. How long have you been performing? A couple of years now, I'd say. Oh cool. Yeah. Nice. Two years ish. Yeah. On and off. On and off. What is on and off though? What does that I mean, I sort of have like a couple of gigs a month, I suppose, and then Sometimes I have a month off. I don't know. I, I just sort of dabble. I, I see. I see what my situation is as more on and off, uh, <clears throat> right. more off than on and off. Okay. Uh, because I will, I, you know, I, and it's not that I don't get booked. I don't look for gigs. Yeah. Like I genuinely, I, I feel I could push myself out there more and contact more people. At the moment, I'm just like meh. Yeah. Uh, so I'll try get to rough as. Uh, yes. And you know, so you at least get some stage time, but. Yeah, I'm I'm much more on and off than you. If you if you get a few you know a few gigs a month, you're you're I mean, doing okay. Again, I don't really. I I should really do more hmm. promotion. I think because I'm very. I just need a video. That's what I keep saying. I need to film myself doing some new stuff. Yeah. Because uh, my other stuff about oh yeah, I mean, I just need a new video. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, that was like that, I sort of go off into my own head and then I come back. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Do you want to roll for another question? Yeah. Let's have a go. Number one. The only number you need. Wait, I don't know what that means. <laughs> what are your top three comedy influences? Uh, right. Vic and Bob. If we're talking like from young age. Yeah. You're not talking like now, but like what spurred me. Yeah, I, I like to think of it as, you know, what brought comedy to your attention in the way that you're like, oh, right, this is something pursuable. That this I is something love. like, yeah, this is okay. something I can get involved in. Yeah, definitely Vic and Bob then. Especially now, Bob Mortimer. Um, he's fantastic. He is my, my favorite person. Yeah, he's, um, he's just a good egg. He's like, well, from his, I think he is a good egg. Like, I don't know him, obviously, but, but like, everything that he does is like, really lovely and funny and he just seems like a genuinely good guy yeah which is uh i really hope no allegations come oh out God, about him no. before the episode comes out sorry I bob i don't think they will but um yeah he's he's great and then just what they do they're just the downright silliness and like the sort of friendship between them i just love like two a double act i think they're, mm. they're yeah they're just great um so vic and bob massive one um <clears throat> i suppose loads i mean if we're talking stand-up wise i'd say uh brian gettings have you heard of i've not heard of brian gettings uh he's just for, it's, it's um a character act uh, he's a character act and he's um he's just brilliant very weird um just it's just totally convincing character that i love very surreal as well um i just he's just the best I need to look it up. So you like quite surreal comedy, then? Yeah, yeah. I, I like um, less. I, I just like stuff that's out of the ordinary and a bit of spectacle, really. I, I Do you like Emo Phillips? I've heard of Emo Phillips, but I've never, I've never sat down and watched. Oh, you need to. I he, do. Yeah, it's amazing. Just the there's not one stage. At one point when he's on stage that he's not moving. Yeah. He's constantly like fiddling with his clothes or his hair. I love that. And his voice mm. just goes up and down in this crazy falsetto. It's 
and and he's got amazing jokes as well (laughs) so it's it's not just him being like he's got killer lines but it's just the delivery and the franticness of it yeah so good yeah i love that um paul foot is another massive one yeah as well i just i he's great he's just um his just stories are so he's a funny guy but his stories are so surreal like he did um a bit about um hosting a an orgy in a in like a suburban house and it was it was i'm not gonna ruin it for you You should you should watch it but he's he's just great he's just again i just love anyone that's like a bit bit odd or a bit like different or um, yeah i could i i can agree with that have you seen a tv show called comedy bang bang oh god that yeah again that rings a bell so it's based on a podcast by this guy scott orkerman and he spun it off into a couple of series of a tv show but that is once again really surreal and off the wall like in the vein of uh tim and eric oh i love tim and eric yeah it's it's very tim and ericy uh but done like a talk show yeah like him and guests on the sofa but it's just off the fucking wall. It's really good. Oh, nice. Yeah. I bet, like, there's there's so many others, like, that you talk talk about, like, yeah, Tim and Eric, because they did, like, I know, um, it was Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover. And oh, stuff. yeah, I love Zach Galifianakis. His stand-up, when I watched Live at the Purple Onion, I was just like, this is sublime. There's one of my all-time favorite jokes, and I'm going to butcher it on this, uh, but when uh, he's, <laughs> it's some of the lines of, like, uh, I was the only straight kid in an all-gay school. <laughs> all the kids who were showing me, where are you going, Galvanakis? Get some pussy. <laughs> it's a he fucking said, brilliant joke. But it's like such a good um, all-round thing because in that um, in that show, you've got him telling jokes and then you've got like him doing the character of his twin brother as well, which is yeah, a really yeah. good example. Oh, it's so funny. Um, well, a tie-in... Um, Scott Orkman, who did Comedy Bang Bang, uh, the podcast and TV show, uh, is the guy who did Between Two Ferns with Zach Alfnakis. Oh, he was the, no the producer for it all. Oh, God, that is, again, a brilliant... Between Two Ferns is amazing. I mean, like, uh, I think it got the first lot a good, and then it sort of got less... It got a bit sort of samey then, but, I mean, the first few are, like... Oh, they were game-changing. Brilliant. Yeah, It was yeah. so good. It's just, again, that sort of awkward, like... I love it. I really love it. Yeah. Do you want to roll for another question? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. 14. 14. My age. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. So I asked this to Steph and Alan. I think it's... Right. No, I've got to stop saying that. I found myself every time I'm doing this game going, I think that's a really good question. I wrote them. I shouldn't be saying that out loud. Very arrogant. (laughs) Very, very arrogant. What would be your dream lineup for a show? You can pick three other comedians, uh, living, dead, but basically there's got to be an MC, an opener, a middle, and a headliner. You can have any one of those slots, and you've got to pick the three other comedians to fill the bill. That's hard. Ooh, right. Uh, well, I probably. I see. Where would you go in the in the bill? Oh God, middle. Middle. Yeah, just get me ten minutes done off. <laughs> That's just best for everyone, I think. Um, so I'd probably put. Oh God, I'm going to repeat myself. Can you have a? Can I have Vic and Bob there? Yeah, by all means. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll have Vic and Bob, they can open it. Open. Nice. Yeah, open. <laughs> or actually, no, they'll MC. That'd be good for them. That would be amazing. So have them MC it, and then opening. I'm going to have Paul Foot, me in the middle, and then Brian Gittins to finish. 
mainly because I panicked. But and I just said things that I but I'd love that. And I'd also there's so many other people that I would enjoy on there too. Like Jade Adams as well. I think she'd be I'd, I'd, I love her. Have her I'm gonna have her on instead of Oh God as well. Because it's my gig. I can do what I want, Zach, right? <laughs> Jade Adams, she can go on. Um and then It's going um, to a festival now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna come yeah, it's gonna turn into a festival. Um that's 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 my answer. That is hard though, that question. Okay, uh, follow-up question. Oh, God. Where's the gig? In uh, my house. In your house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice and neat. I've always wanted to have a gig in my house, so... I've done house shows with bands yeah. before, like playing in like friends' living rooms and things, but never stand-up. I don't know how that would work. You'd have to make sure that loads of people attended and it wasn't just you. Like, I just have this fear that it would just be me and my housemate just like... <laughs> We've got to think with bands. We were playing in like friends' student houses, which yeah. are really small, and we've got to get a drum kit, two guitar amps, a bass amp, all of us, PA for the microphone. You'd only get then like six, seven people in the room, and it would look packed. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it looks great. Yeah. The photos and it really are good. fucks off the neighbors. Yeah. What band was it? What sort of. Uh, that was a band I was in called Dividers. Right. Uh, that was. See, I say pop punk, but that's a very sullied term nowadays because you get all those. Or it might just be me, because I know how targeted advertising works. <laughs> uh, but I always get, like, suggestions for bands on Facebook, like the new cool pop-punk band. And they're all just, like, jumping around singing about their girlfriends. And it's all, every single band is the same band. Yeah. Just different people doing it. Um, but no, it was more in the vein of, I'm going to just name bands that you might not know. Oh, um, Iron Sheik, Latterman, a bit of Hot Water Music. All the nerdy punk bands I was into when I was a teenager. Mm. Uh, and yeah, it's still available, I believe, online. Uh, DividersUK.bandcamp.com. I think you can still get the tracks there. I will. Not just you, I'm talking about the, the, the moisties yeah, as the well. Moisties. <laughs> I'm not just like, come to my house, listen to my band. Okay, Zach, just put the gun away. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, what's it like? Is, is it a day to remember pop punk? So that's what I mean. You don't like them? Sullied pop punk, oh, yeah. Oh no, did they? Like the punk bands I grew up liking were very much more in the vein of like Minor Threat. Um, I got really into like No FX when I was younger. Oh yeah, I know, yeah. So like, the more snobby, punky <laughs> kind of punk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, all right. Okay, well, that's, that's interesting. I like music, but I'm also hardly know any. There we go. <laughs> uh, 11, my age. 11. <laughs> uh, what would be your dream comedy career? I'd like to do some weird character stuff. So, like, maybe in doing a bit of comedy acting somewhere would be great. Also, just doing really... Doing stand-up would be great, but I do enjoy just being a bit batshit. So, I think doing some... You want some budget to go batshit with? Yeah, yeah. I just would like to... I suppose, like, writing a really good sitcom would be great. Like, because I love Father Ted and... Uh, well, like, you know, the great sitcoms. They just stand the test of time, don't they, those ones? So, um, do they? Well, for me, they do. Oh, yeah, of course. By um, but, like, um, yeah. Um, I lo- uh, Yeah, so I'd like to do that and just do a bit of, sort of, strange character stuff, I guess. Would you star in your own sitcom? I Written wouldn't... by, directed by, produced by, <laughs> and starring Alice Campion. I wouldn't do one of those like really sort of self-indulgent family ones. I li- I like, think... um, oh, what was Simon Amstel's one? Oh, I love that though. Yeah, that was a great show. <laughs> that's it. It was, that sort of started them all, didn't it? I think, but I'm, I mean, I know only got a very small frame of reference, but it I also happened, seemed to happen a lot in America because um, 
Louis C.K. Uh, obviously, he had Louis. Uh, Mark Maron had Maron. Mm. Uh, Bill Burr did F is for Family, which was more... It was a cartoon, but more about his childhood, but it was still kind of like that okay. autobiographical comedy yeah. thing. So there was loads of... Uh, well, then again, Seinfeld, I guess, started that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just, you just write about what you know, I suppose. So then I guess family is your main... Yeah, yeah. ...what you know. So, yeah. I, I, but, like, there's so many now that are sort of in a very similar... I've noticed like BBC and stuff. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me being a bit irritated by. I don't watch everybody. a lot of BBC. Um, so yeah. what kind of shows? Do you name name well, them. Well, I love. Um, oh shit! What's it called? Simon Anstell's one. Uh, Grandma's house. Grandma's house. I love that. Like, I really love it because Simon Anstell is. Um, I didn't really. I, I didn't watch Buzzcock that much, so I didn't know much Simon Anstell. So I was like, oh, I'll give it a go, and it was just really. Um, it's very awkward and just, it's, again, sort of comedy that's right on my street. So I I think then it started like the, because I know, yeah, a few people have done them just about their family and stuff. And I just don't know whether it's like, to be fair, I haven't watched any of them. Um, so number six, my age. It's not going <laughs> to get old. If you could go back in time and give yourself a pep talk before your first gig, uh, what would you say to yourself? I probably wouldn't. Uh, I was okay before my first gig. I was sort of, ner- I was very nervous, but I wasn't like, I didn't put too much pressure on it. I'd probably go and tell myself after my second gig that it doesn't matter at all what happens, really, because I don't think. That was the one because I did two gigs and then the second one I had a, a pretty bad gig and then I just stopped doing it for um, about six months. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but I should have just, I think just going back and just, I just t- just need to, I do it like daily now, just sort of being like it doesn't really matter what happens at any of the gigs so just enjoy oh god it's a bit of a cliche and i'm making myself have a sick but like <laughs> it, it, you just have to sort of like go on and have fun and because then the audience know you they feel in safe hands i think when i was talking to sf tears the uh on the last episode she was saying that even at her worst gig she and she knows exactly what gig it is she can pinpoint her absolute worst gig uh she was still saying she felt she got through it because she didn't let herself dip like she just kept the energy of the performance going through the entire time, yeah. even though, like, uh, in her opinion, it just wasn't landing and was as she she said it haunts her dreams. I had I yeah, I, there was some. Oh God, I've had some bad ones. Like I had one that was like set up to be the most beautiful gig in the world, and I just got on there and just it was fuck. just having like memories of it just silence they just didn't but i just sort of like blindly kept going because at that point i was just like come on i've just you can't let them beat you no but they just there was there was no laugh sack none like not even a sympathy it was it was awful but it's quite funny to think back (laughs) on uh because and it sort of keeps you grounded i think oh god that was a really that that, that was say. cliche. Oh, it just keeps grounded all these shit gigs. Um, n- yeah, I mean, you just have to like just not care in it. 
Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> that, that's pretty much my attitude towards life. So yeah. if I can bring that to the stage. Can't, can't take anything seriously, can you? Well, you can't take any of it with you. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're all going to die. And we're we're all, all gonna... We all shit. <laughs> we all shit we? and we're all going to die. That's the catchphrase for the episode. Yes, we're all shit and we're all going to die. Yeah, that's much better than... Oh, I'm Alice. And Bing Bing, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, anyway. So another game we like to play on the Most Best podcast is the Celebrity Birthday Game. Oh. It's super simple. It's the quickest game on the podcast. <laughs> uh, I have found a celebrity's birthday that it is today. We are recording on the 18th of March, 2019. Okay. And it's up to you without any questions. Uh, just one single guess. Guess what celebrity's birthday it is. I can't ask any questions, not allowed. None whatsoever, and you get one guess. Is it Noel Edmonds? It's Jerry Cantrell, the guitarist of Alice in Chains. Close. Very hey, close. that's weird, because that's like Alice in Chains. That's like my name. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so I'm glad to report that our secret third co-host with the Mo-host, Captain Criminal Chris, is back on home soil. Oh. He's returned from deployment. This looks like it is just bouncing off your face you have no idea what's going on here alice well, i know there's a captain and his name's chris and captain I'm, criminal chris waters I'm rigid for his <laughs> arrival <laughs> so what i like to do is have uh captain criminal chris waters send in questions for the co-host and the mo-host uh, and it's up to you to answer captain chris's big question okay i will is that sorry was that a silence for a theme tune This is Captain Chris's big question of the week. Do you have a defining moment or memory when you realised you weren't young anymore? Oh my god, yes. There's many of these moments, but I'll probably go with... Oh well, I'll start with one and see how that goes. I realised I was an adult when I could eat a whole packet of biscuits without my mum telling me to stop. And that led down a very very long road of overeating <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like but then that's probably like a good one isn't it to to realize that you weren't you're in safe company the the way i can describe my spending habits is i eat like a toddler with money <laughs> yeah i just love it it's like there's been times when i've just eaten a packet of like cheese and onion pasties in a little car park and i has just been no <laughs> so I unblinkingly just mainline those <laughs> Uh, you, we've alluded to it that you like food earlier in the podcast. Do yeah. you like nice food, or do you just seem to harm yourself with little cold no, cuts? I mean, <laughs> I like, I do like nice food. I like all foods, but I just there's something about like the mush. I mean, I love spam. Like there's something about oh no, there's something about like mushed up, mushed up stuff and kebabs. Like I'm just a fiend for. This is something that happened to me. There's a kebab shop on Chippy Alley and I um I'd been on a night out and I went in there and they were like oh hi I remember you do you want your usual and I was like looked around and it, <laughs> it was genuine it was me and he goes and I was like oh that's just something he says to everyone isn't it and he was like small lamb donna mayo and salad no onions I was like yeah yeah that is that is me yeah yeah that's that's my that's my dish but I actually really liked it to be honest I walked out of there and I um I felt good about myself because I'm 
I've always wanted that in a bar, but now I've got it in a, in in a, kebab a greasy shop. kebab shop in Chibiali. Last Christmas, uh, the, the takeaway, the Indian we always order from, it's like the best curry in Swansea. Um, shout out Masala. And the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you hoping to get a sponsor so they give you some free? Oh, I'm in with them. The what? owner was going back to India uh, over the Christmas period. So when we ordered food, he delivered it himself, told us not to worry. The restaurant would be reopening in January. Uh-huh. And to go with our food, gave us a masala-sponsored Christmas tree ornament. Oh, lovely. I, at that point, it, it was a really touching moment until I closed the door and I was like, I'm giving this guy far too much of my money. Yeah, you sort of think, oh, that's good. And then you think, oh, no, what, what is this? Like, I've just paid for his trip to India. <laughs> <laughs> and I just sort of feel like, like I didn't really intend to be known by a small kebab house on Chippy Alley. It's not ever. until you have your name on the menu. The Alice. Yeah, go ahead, can I have an Alice? The thing is, that might happen one day because I said I'll have halloumi on the kebab. And wow. that's unusual, isn't it? That's, Usually. This is what I mean. Like when I meant nice food, uh, I was talking about, you know, nice food, not halloumi on a kebab. <laughs> I mean, that is nice. That, I, no, that is incredible. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I have to try that. <laughs> I was recently um, re- taking the mick out of, not taking the mick, but. You know when someone's a real like beer snob, they yeah. like, like beers, and like I get that, like so, you know. But I have never been like that. What am I trying to say here? Basically, I sort of was saying, oh yeah, I really like drinking gin. Gin's my drink, and then also more than gin now, strongbow dark fruit. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, you just that drink is like oh god, it's like liquid. I'm not gonna say gold because if you actually drank liquid gold. That'd be painful and not nice. I'm going to say like like blackcurrant because it is, and <laughs> it's delicious and it's oh my god, it's just so nice. I really want a pint right now. I've got a can at home waiting for me. I'm in the so fridge. glad you didn't say in the car. I've got a can in the car. I just crack it open at the traffic lights and uh, <laughs> chug it back. I've never had it. I don't intend to have it. I'm not a cider fan. Zach, please for me try a strongbow dark fruit. I, I drink too much as it is. If you introduce this into my life, then that's the, the downward spiral. Oh, yeah. To be fair, you will be on the downward spiral. And soon you'll be known in a local kebab shop, running, walking in drunk with a can of Strongbow Dark Fruit, saying, give me a kebab with halloumi on. A That'll be you. dream. <laughs> <laughs> I lost breath halfway through that. Sorry, I went a bit croaky. <clears throat> Going blue in the face just to get to the point. I just love drinking Strongbow Dark Fruit and eating kebabs. And fucking power to you. <laughs> but in answer to the original question, yes, I do really like lovely food too. Like, the original question was, was there a defining moment? Oh, God, that- <laughs> yeah. That was, that was the original question, wasn't it? I suppose maybe that was it when I knew that I was known in the... The local kebabi. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not a kid any, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm, I have to be responsible in this kebab house. Otherwise, I'll never get kebabs from here again. And they're delicious. This is true, and it shows that you've got the the adult wherewithal to to forage for your meals, uh, to provide for yourself so well that the men who give you your daily kebab daily kebab Not give us daily. this day our daily kebab <laughs> and forgive us our halloumi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I just it's not daily. It's it's not even weekly. It no. used to be really, but I've I realised then. 
when I got a kebab gut that I needed to <laughs> stop that. What's your favourite programme that's on between 4.30 and 7? So I haven't watched a lot of TV in that time period for well, a long time. For two factors. Let's end it now. I- <laughs> <laughs> um for, uh, going back to what we were just saying being just a full-blown adult yeah hate that shit uh and also i don't watch scheduled tv anymore i no. i stream everything it's either netflix amazon prime now tv youtube nothing illegal shit i don't know what time it starts on sky one if they still do it daily the simpsons oh yeah that's yeah, a good one. I think that genuinely... I've got, like, a, a flying hellfish tattoo. Like, I love mm-hmm. The Simpsons. Do you like the newer series? No. I, I <laughs> no. 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 I, I'll try watching, but they, not it's not that they're not as funny, but they, they don't seem to have good through lines in the stories of the episodes. Like, I was watching one recently, and it just... The, the credits rolled, and I was like, it's like fucking the movie Unbreakable all over again. It's yeah. like, what is this? This is the end. This is where we just wrap everything up. Yeah. And the jokes aren't that funny as well. So no, to answer your question, no, I don't like the new Simpsons. Oh, I mean, there's... So basically, I've got... The reason I ask is because I've got a motive. Because I watch... (laughs) 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 Basically, it was all very uh, self-involved. Okay. The reason why I ask, because I would heartily recommend, if you're feeling like you want something that's quite soothing, Escape to the Chateau. Escape to the Chateau? Yeah. From it, the makers of Escape to the Country? No, no, no. It's oh. it's nothing to do with them. It's like the, probably the best property program that there is because basically these people who are quite rich, they go and there's loads of chateaus in France, so they go and buy one. There's loads of them because I think, I can't remember the reason why, I think like there was loads of monarchy around there and they all had like, um, they all sort of separate like separated and got their own you're falling asleep i can see but they basically all got massive houses called chateaus and then chateaus chateaus i ain't chateauing you (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah there's loads all dotted around and um they basically renovate them and uh it's great especially i love it when they are renovating them and this they get a sewerage problem and there's just shit everywhere there's shit in the chateau i was gonna say does the things go wrong Things always go wrong, Zach. Yeah, it's terrible. Only because my favourite, I don't know if you can really call it a property programme, might just call it favourite programme. Have you ever seen Canada's Worst Handyman? No, but that sounds right on my street. So Can you tell me more? I think it's on Netflix, unless they took it off because no one was watching it. Uh, <laughs> just us two now. They take it. <laughs> 50, 10 to 15 terrible handymen, like people who just can't do DIY whatsoever. Uh, give them a dilapidated building and then go, you've got two weeks to turn this into a fully functioning B&B. It's insane. There was one guy who was on a um, like a second floor bathroom and he was trying to get the tiles up. Big, big, muscly, yeah, like, manly hench. man jerk. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets a, a sledgehammer and he stood there just slamming the floor and it cuts to the team in the room below with the camera guys going, get him to stop. The, the roof's coming through, and you can just see the roof start. Oh, my God. Like he's he was just gen- hammering away. Yeah. To get the tiles up. Genuinely had to, like, rebuild the floor in that room. What a tit. What's he doing? Canada's worst handyman. You never... Well, yeah. I mean, at the Chateau, I suppose it's it does sound very, very posh, doesn't it? It sounds particularly posh. But it it's not... It's just sort of like... It's just as funny bits in it, like... 
yeah, when the sewerage works go wrong and there's like there's people there's a wedding there's there. shadow everywhere there's shadow all up the walls like they've just written help and shit on the walls and all that <laughs> and then um and then they've got like the couples like sometimes like this evening I watched it just before I came here and they were genuinely I didn't make that up <laughs> and um they were putting gold leaf on the floor and Wouldn't that just come straight up no, they were like p- patting it down, and then the guy like really passive aggressively went to his wife. She like sat on the gold leaf by accident. She's like, "Oh, sorry, baby, I sat on the gold leaf." And she and he was like, "Yeah, don't worry about the gold leaf. It's just really expensive, you know. It doesn't matter." And it was like really passive aggressive. <laughs> I just really enjoy that like hostile interchange, interchange, exchange of voice words between uh, um, two people two in a people. business business venture. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. Is what is the the schadenfreude level of this program? Because I love watching other people's misery. And this sounds like an idyllic situation to have such misery play out. It is. Or do I just get to watch a couple of tense moments between two rich people, but they end up with a chateau? I mean, it is... Gen- There's not really much sort of like... I like it because I like looking at French scenery and looking at all the stuff they're eating. And I also all them pies also, they're slipping yeah, back. I really, yeah, all the guns from the pork. Um, I also really <laughs> <Gunge>. enjoy <laughs> pork guns. Mm, new sponsor, sponsored by yeah. pork guns. <laughs> um, I like also the no. This is just me liking it, and I'm not. It's not even funny. I just like watching them do crafts and renovating it. I also like transformations. So they come in with the chateau. It's all covered in shit and stuff, and then like. A day later, it's all transformed. It's beautiful. But in what state are these shadows? Oh, yeah, they're a lot. Well, it depends what you're after, Zach. If you want one that's like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to sell you a chateau, but... Maybe I'm trying I to will. sell you a dream. I'm trying to say, yeah. So you, you can do um, have... shadow timeshares, don't you? <laughs> that is the whole reason I came on here. <laughs> so I could sell you a chateau. There is a better question after this, if this is boring. Um, but like, so basically, sometimes they basically don't need any work. And some of them, sometimes they're like falling ar- apart. And the guys are like, yeah, do you know what? We'll take that one because we've got a vision. And then those are the more interesting ones because that's when they have to sort of like rejig plumbing to make it livable. For the moisties at home, you missed Alice's plumbing hand. Oh yeah, she I was just... doing like wiggly plumbing. The best way I can describe it was the game Snake. Yes, I would have It was exactly like, like the yeah. game Snake. Uh, so, what's your less boring question? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I live a very sheltered life, Zach. I barely go out now. This is probably the, the Only for your daily kebab. Oh yeah, and I go for my kebab and then I'm straight back in the house with the kebab watching French Chateaus. As I say, in time for... Because what you said it's between four and seven. What time is it on? It's on at about five. So I finish work. So I start work early and finish early. Get my kebab. <laughs> get straight in that door. Get in my le- leisure wear. <laughs> my Athlet. leather leisure wear. No, not leather leisure wear. I, I misspoke. Um, just sort of like elasticated situation. Get in that. Get the halloumi on that kebab. Shove it into my face and watch some pe- rich people do up chateaus and get covered in shit. It's great. That's a perfect life. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's not a, a rich and fulfilling life like some, like some who have a chateau, but it's my life and I have to make do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that that Bon Jovi song? <laughs> it's my life. Yeah, yeah. I gotta make do with it. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the B-side. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your other question? The other question was, what was the last thing that made you really... I wrote down fucking angry you'll have to swear oh by all means i'm I sure said, i'm sure we must have sworn at some point in this episode yeah i think probably i probably said a few shits um so like oh yeah we were screaming chateau <laughs> chateau shitty chateau shitty chateau um Fuck if yeah, you, you say swear. that if you say that shitty chateau three times you'll get a chateau but it won't be a nice one maybe yeah. a lot of plumbing work a lot, lot of plumbing work a <laughs> lot of just whole turds just on your bed and stuff that sort of thing anyway the question is what was the last thing that made you really fucking angry? Really fucking angry. But I wrote in my notes and it said ducking angry, which I thought was a nice touch of ducking my angry. phone always censoring me. Yeah, really. You've been absolutely quackers. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Hey, Feathers comedy. will fly. He's on top <laughs> for him. Get me on the bill. Yeah. Yes, I am Swansea's premier duck comedian. Yes. <laughs> uh, the last thing that made me that angry... Uh, or would you say down? Oh, it's another duck well, pun. Well, look, I just can't take it anymore. My sides have split. You, you look amused. If oh, that yeah. Helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, right. I, I tend to get angry over stupid things, though. I mean, recently I have, apart from when you came in, I had another cup of coffee. I've gone down to one cup of coffee a day okay. uh, from a lifelong habit of just pounding coffees all day, every day since I was like fourteen. Pounding. Pounding, just chucking them back. Chucking them back, yeah. Dislodge my jaw, cram the cup in. <laughs> um, but... just putting pound coins in coffees. <laughs> just over and over. Uh, but no, I, that's been... <laughs> that's been uh, playing in. Because like, I, I have a weird temper. I don't want to say I have a short temper. Mm. I've got a weird temper. Like Something will happen and it will just piss me off for like three weeks. Yeah. Uh, but it could be an, something as innocuous as like a kid who I just don't like the look. This is this is it. I just answered the question. <laughs> I was in Greg's and there was a kid I really didn't like the look of. And I'm sure I've mentioned this very early on in the podcast. Something I hate is when people refer to tomato ketchup as red sauce. Yeah. There's brown sauce. Don't get me wrong. Brown sauce is called brown sauce. It's not people being lazy. You don't call mustard yellow sauce. Yeah. So, and ketchup has a load of different names anyway. Yeah. But there's this little fucking kid. He's, you know, I, I just don't like kids. They're right, just, fair enough, yeah. Teenagers annoy me. It's oh, so, he's a teenager. Oh, yeah, he was on his oh. way to secondary school, getting his bacon roll and his coffee, being a cool kid. Coffee, eh? Ooh. I assume so. I was on my way to Edgy. get a bacon roll Edgy and a coffee. Kid. And he's like, yeah, can I have, uh, can I have red sauce? And I just wanted to scream, no, no, you cannot have red. I don't even work in Greg's. <laughs> no, you cannot have red sauce. At that point, you just got that little net cap on, got behind there and said, look, mate, no. Yeah, denied. Yeah. Slapped it out of his hand. Uh, so, yeah, it's always weird little things like that. What about you? Because this question's obviously stemmed from somewhere. Yeah. Oh, there's loads of things. I mean, I get like this surge of pure rage. And then it like fizzles down into apathy. <laughs> like, you know, you know, when you're just like, oh, you fucking ass, like in your head. And then it just sort of goes, you're like, oh God. But, um, I don't, mine stays, mine stays bounces around. I mean, I do often have rants, but there's two, a few things. Like, I just fucking can't stand it when people gob. As in spit. Spit. Mm. Like, in front of you on the street like and it's not just like a little even a little bit is inex inexcusable oh, but spitting like, is disgusting fuck, like a whole massive 
gobule of just their brain. Do people often spit at your feet as yes. you walk? I think that might be you. Is it? I think genuinely people are like I literally there goes kebab girl. <laughs> I literally can't walk without slipping on. It's like I skate into... <laughs> I usually just glide into work. True. But, You're yeah. a superhero they call you the slug. Yeah, I mean, I've got... Th- that... It w- oh, God, but no, I, mean, I completely agree with that. Spitting is... I, I was raised better than that. I just don't know how you think that you... How do you have the confidence in yourself to display your innards on a pavement in that way? That's the confidence thing again. Like, I just don't think... You you should not be doing that. And that's um, yeah, it's it's a confidence thing. It's why are you doing that? I I just I can't stand it. And also, and that's a thing that ha- comes with teenagers, teenage boys specifically, mm. is the confidence. And they spit all the fucking time. They stand around Swansea bus station, smoking their it's jazz like, cigarettes, their jazz fags. Yeah, it's that like that. Getting oh, yeah, it right really back there. Yeah, they're like, it's like coming from it's premeditated it's basically coming up from the crotch oh. all up there all their food is co- collecting and then out it comes like a fucking dead squid on the on the pavement and I, I hate it I really hate it and honestly I see it also two more things <laughs> that should be the name of your autobiography also by the two way. more things also two more things <laughs> Like the Columbo, you know, because Columbo said one more thing. Yeah. It'd be like sort of a take on that would be great. I, people that, um, whoa, sorry. People that yawn loudly. So like really labour it, like uh, stretching. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, so I've got a uh, weird relationship with yawning uh, because I gleek. Mm. What's that then? So it may have happened to you. It happens to most people, but it happens real fucking often to me. When you yawn and you get... A squeak. No, a projectile stream of spit. Like a tiny little... Oh, sack. That's why I You've always cover my mouth like when I yawn. you combined two things there. Totally. So you spit and yawn loudly. I don't yawn loudly. Oh, I, I yawn just... quietly and I cover my mouth. That's good. Because I gleek. I genuinely... And you can look it up. It's called gleeking. There's like a little spray of saliva. I gen- I had to look it up because I thought there was something wrong with me. I was like, why do every now and again when I yawn, I just kind of like spray. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just don't... Um, all this talk of spit is just like, making me want to gag. Because like, there's just so many times with snot in my life and spit that I just can't... <laughs> I used to work in a riding school and um, this kid, I remember I used to like... Ha- take the kids around on their horse, on the horse, just take them around the riding stables thing. And um, this kid, like I was just sort of, he was having less and I was just leading the kid and I looked around at the kid and he had like a full handlebar moustache but it was snot. <laughs> and it was, and I was like, it went, sorry, it went all on the rain so I had to like get, and it was all in like in the horse's hair and stuff and I was oh, just like, no. this is grim. And I remember having to try and like, I just got, I was like full on like retching and I was just like, come on, off the, and like just trying to get the kid off and then send it to his mother so that they could do the cleanup operation. But oh God. And on that note, that snotty, snotty note, oh. we're going to have to call it a day oh, on the God. episode. And I, I love that's where we left off with a kid. A, a snot cowboy riding into town. Yeah. So where can people find more Alice Campion if you want people to find more Alice Campion? Um, I'll be in the kebab shop <laughs> most days. And that's Chippy Lane, Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the glass-fronted one. I usually be in there. Okay. Um, And it's the show's on at 
five. So I'm guessing in the hour between four and five. Yes. So if you want to find Alice, if you want to, um, you know, air your grievances with quite how frankly disgusting she's been throughout this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I have been disgusting. That's right. (laughs) In every way. Yeah. Um, but no uh yeah where can people find you uh i suppose then i'm not very well you can find like facebook that's always one isn't it facebook i'm on there um twitter alice campion one i think it is and then on instagram oh god i'm really not very good at this uh stuff isn't it Um, instagram's probably the best because that's one i enjoy Uh, that's where you get all the photos of Empty littles, genuinely pasty packets floating in the wind. There is genuinely there is a picture of a bag of chicken on there, so (laughs) you can. (laughs) That's a good follow. (laughs) Yeah, so go for it. Um, There's also lots of cats and dog pics on there, and me with a dinosaur head. So I'd say you'd be you'd be a fool not to follow that. Spot the choice. So Alice V Campion on Instagrams on the gram on on the gram, as the kids would say. If, If you want to get the most best podcast on the gram. On the the Twitter, I don't know. You kind of the ruined twits. That. The twits uh, <laughs> on the F book. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I don't know. Go for it. Uh, it's all at Most Best Podcast. You can listen to the episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, maybe different places by the time this episode's out. Because I've booked myself time off work to finally get the podcast on as many platforms yes, as possible, lovely including platforms. YouTube. Whoa! That's an announcement. We're going to get the podcast up on YouTube. Um, and yeah, like, review, subscribe, spread the word. Guys, this is fucking exhausting and I need you guys to yeah, start pulling on. your weight. Come on, you moisty moisties. Uh, any final words for the moisties? Um, listen, moisties, I'm really sorry if this was uncomfortable at the start, but I hope that as it's gone on, you've enjoyed it and got more moist as the... Like a cold bath that warms up. <laughs> yes. A reverse up. bath. This is what this episode yeah. is a reverse bath. Yes, I hope that you've enjoyed it. Uh, and I'm sorry if any of my talk of pork jelly has put you off your activity, whatever you were doing, like your mid- dinner, whatever. <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, that's all I've got to say. But thank you, Dak, for having me. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs>